This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. The CRTC plans to regulate podcasts in Canada. It would require podcasts generating more than $10 million annually to register their information with the commission. This has generated a whole bunch of criticism, and Kevin Shaw is here to share his perspective. Kevin is the host of Mind Your Own Business on AMI-tv. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Morning, Dave. Kevin, there's going to be some room for editorializing in just a moment, but there's also been a lot of what I would call misinformation or noise around this story. What is the CRTC requiring podcasters to do? Okay, so so I went to the CRTC website uh, directly to the source. Awful website, by the way. <laughs> Not and easy I looked to use. Up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I looked up what this what this new requirement is. And so the requirement is for podcast providers, so the platforms, right? Your your Spotify's and your Apple Music's and and you know other places that you go and get podcasts to register with the CRTC if you if you generate ten million dollars of revenue revenue, not profit, or higher. And so you're required to register as a uh, as a as a regulated platform, if you will, mm-hmm. with the CRTC, and, and this is this is meant to be an extension of existing uh, Canadian content laws, which I know uh, you and I have shared some thoughts about before. But but why are they why are they doing this? Why was this a priority for both the government and then by extension the CRTC? So two things one is there's no clear reason why given on the actual crtc website there's no it's like hey here's the preamble this is why we do this this is you know what we think the canadian broadcasting system should be um i think it's because when you look at uh let's say a, a regular over the air radio station either fm or am they're they're going to be podcasting some of their shows. And so if you're Rogers Communications, for example, you are technically a podcast platform that's generating over $10 million in revenue, mm-hmm. regardless as to whether that, that's going to come from podcasting. And so if you're putting out, uh, I don't know, um, you know, DJ Climax does like a mix on uh, Friday Friday mornings on, on uh, KISS 92.5, which is one of the big stations here in Toronto. Um, if he's putting out the, if they decide to do a podcast of that DJ mix, you know, now all of a sudden that has to be subject to Canadian content rules and 35% of the songs have to be Canadian, uh, you know, and it's gotta be category one and, you know, all, all kinds of stuff on there that, that <laughs> minutia. Just to regulate. Yeah, minutia. Okay. So Kevin, when you talk about $10 million of revenue, I think it's fair to say anybody who's in the podcast business knows that's actually quite a big number in regards to revenue. But if you were to speculate a little bit here, what impact could this have on podcasters and content creators? Well, I, I think the biggest impact is going to be discoverability. And so the idea here is that if you open your podcasting app and you're like, well, what should I listen to? The CRTC wants Canadian podcasts to be pushed up to the front, not based on what's trending, not based on what's popular. It's just what's Canadian, 
uh, you know, what what's going to actually satisfy our Canadian content rules, which, mm-hmm. which I think in the 21st century are just completely arbitrary. <laughs> um, you know, and and have uh, you know, and have people say, well, I'm going to click on what's Canadian as opposed to, you know, I hate to say it, but what's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Kevin. You and I have tussled about this before. I, I don't like. I don't mean it in a way that like we've fought about this in some kind of mean way. But I, yeah. I, I'm someone who does appreciate Canadian content, and I also appreciate. So I. And I also appreciate what what it has done regulatorily to at least build something of an industry that goes through its ebbs and its flows. But you can probably trace the strength of the Canadian television industry and the strength of the Canadian music industry, maybe to a lesser extent, the movie industry, to some CanCon regulations. But I do agree with you here. The idea of simply just pushing CanCon up to the front because you're Spotify and you want to operate in Canada or you're Netflix and you want and you want to operate in Canada or you're YouTube and you want to operate in Canada, I'm less comfortable with that. An alternative that I would be more comfortable with is at least maybe a drop-down menu or a category that's at least shown relatively close to the top of the app. But in my opinion, it doesn't need to be the tip, tippy-top thing. Show me what's trending, for goodness sakes. Right. And and I mean, at the same time, it's like, you know, there's some YouTube channels that I follow that are Canadian and they're huge. And that happened organically. That didn't happen because of government intervention. Mm-hmm. They were they were unique. They were niche, uh, you know, niche style programming. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites is a guy at a PC called Electro Boom. <laughs> who, who just he does a channel on electricity and basically shocks himself in every episode. <laughs> Um, which is quite comical to watch, but you know, I mean, I, I've got friends who are who are like professional, like full time YouTubers, and they grew organically uh, and without this sort of government regulation to to sort of push them. And and yes, I get that we want to highlight Canadian content, but you know, if we want to highlight Canadian content, let's let's make stuff out there that's excellent mm-hmm. and, and worthy of being on that trending list. Yeah, while we're doing shout-outs, I want to say uh, RM Transit, the YouTube channel all about public transit in Canada and around the world, like, this guy does phenomenal work. Uh, Reese <laughs> Martin of RM Transit. And again, like you said, he found a niche, he found an expertise, and he built an amazing, amazing channel. And Kevin, as I go scratch a little bit deeper here, I do worry a little bit about the top heaviness that might occur, which is, oh, you've got the $10 million in revenue. Okay, register with us. We're going to make sure you pop up in this tab. And it might not allow room for some of the smaller to medium players that's, to truly grow exactly and emerge. Right. Like, 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 listen, I like Shania Twain, but for about 15 years, that was like the only Canadian country music you would hear on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And look, I worked in Canadian, uh, I worked in community radio for eight years and I'd done, uh, you know, seminars with, with all of our programmers and, you know, done talks with them and said, look, the CRTC is not out to get us. And, and today I take that back. I think the CRTC is, is out to, you know, let's promote the, you know, the, the, the bigger podcasters, the bigger names. Um, and what I'm afraid of Dave is points of view that would not necessarily get uh you know a front and center hearing those points of view are going to be squashed down mm. and you know the approved narrative the approved stories 
they're the ones that are going to get uh, that are going to get boosted up. And I think it's dangerous in a marketplace of ideas. Yes, you know, I think you you've got to have the, you know, the the those quote unquote trustworthy voices. Um, but you've all you also need the fringe voices so that you've got a little bit of um, uh, you you've got some variety there and and allow people to make up their own minds about things. Kevin, let's leave it there. But I love talking about media stuff with you. I love talking about media criticism. Thank you for your insight. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Great. Thank you for having me. That's Kevin Shaw. He's the host of Mind Your Own Business on AMI-tv. The new season right around the corner, about a month away. Coming up after the break, Elections Canada wants to design a new app to make voting more accessible to Canadians with disabilities. Elizabeth Moeller and Marco Pasqua will react to the idea. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.